Hello, dear Fit Fizz friend. Welcome back to the Fit Fizz podcast. We're on episode eight today. If you listened to last week's episode, I gave you part one of my own personal story uh, with what led me down the path of ending up with autoimmune disease. I'm not going to go right into part two because I don't want to bore you with all about me, 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 and I want to give it some breathing room. And if you're listening to this, as soon as it comes out, we've just passed Thanksgiving here in America, and we're right in the middle of what's commonly known as holiday season, or I think it might be more accurately accurately described as food season, where potlucks, huge dinners, and maybe desserts several times a day might be a weekly occurrence for some of you from now until the end of the year. And I thought today would be a perfect time to talk about yet another little discussed topic that I have some strong opinions on. Shocker, right? (laughs) This needs to be talked about more, in my opinion. And it's so rarely talked about that I'd be willing to even bet that a lot of you might not have even heard this term before. And that term is goal shaming. So that's what we're talking about. What is goal shaming? Let me give you a scenario to put it in perspective. And then we're going to talk about how to deal with people who might goal shame you. And I know from my own experience that this is the time of year when goal shaming is most rampant. If you happen to be listening at a later point than when this episode comes out, this will still be relevant any time of year. So I want you to picture a little scenario and I'm going to use the name Maria because I just happen to really like that name. So Maria has been working hard to stick to her weight loss goals. She's not extremely overweight, but she's a little bit overweight, and she's mainly just uncomfortable with her weight. She hasn't been herself because of it, and she's been having a lot of negative self-talk and just generally not feeling so happy with herself. She puts on her pants for work every morning, and they're probably two sizes too small, but she squeezes into them anyway. She refuses to buy bigger pants because it's not worth it because she just hired a trainer, and she's going to get back to a weight that she feels good about and that makes her feel confident. She knows that she probably overdid it with the food a little bit at Thanksgiving, and actually nobody even knows that she took home an extra three pieces of pumpkin pie. She ate two of them as soon as she got home and then felt terrible, felt guilty. She was mad at herself for doing that, so she threw the third one in the trash while she cried because she was so upset for not having more self-control around food that she fully intended to have. Now she has the weekend to decide on what dish she's going to take to work on Monday morning for the office chili cook-off. Maria decides that she's going to make something vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, and keto because she's had enough junk and she wants to feel good about herself. And she made that promise to herself. Now she's wiped away the tears, she's changed her mindset, and she's determined that she can get through December without letting anyone derail her or without letting anyone tempt her with food that she doesn't even really want. She's proud of her dish for her the chili cook-off, so she happily takes her crockpot to work, and she knows everyone at work is going to love it. She's so excited. And at work, it's time for everyone to dig into all the chili that everyone else brought, and everyone's asking questions about what everyone else made. Here's where the goal shaming starts to happen. Maria's smile slowly begins to fade, and... So does her confidence as she starts to talk about her recipe and she hears things like, vegan, really? Come on, I thought we were supposed to bring real food. 
And then she hears from someone else. I don't know what keto is, but I'm not going to try it because I might have my man card revoked. And then she hears gluten free. Nah, I want something with real gluten in it. I want real food. Who made some real food? Maria, you need to live a little and start eating like the rest of us. Stop living like there's no tomorrow and just eat. One 4,000 calorie day isn't going to kill you. Maria, you're already skinny. Stop acting like you need a diet and try this and make sure you take some, take some cake that Joe made too. Does any of that sound familiar? Have you been on either side of a conversation like that? Now, whether you can relate from Maria's side or from the side of people bombarding her with comments, this is goal shaming. Some of you might be saying, what's the big deal? That's just life. We don't need all these extra safe spaces constantly and we don't have to be so sensitive all the time. No, we don't. But here's the thing. This is about boundaries. That's what all of this comes down to. It comes down to boundaries and Many of us don't have the words to create boundaries. I know for me, this used to be a huge problem. And it wasn't until I started learning from others that it was okay to create boundaries. Probably five years ago, the word boundaries was not even in my vocabulary. If it had been in my vocabulary in my early 20s, it would have saved me a lot of internal pain and heartache and suffering because of things other people said to me. I didn't have the language to draw the boundaries I needed to continually feel good about myself. There will always be people who don't realize that they're goal shaming. They're basically when someone is goal shaming, they're disrespecting a person's choices that they've made for their own health without even knowing it. They do it without knowing why a person has made certain goals for themselves. They just have an outsider's point of view. They're making assumptions, but they plow ahead anyway with whatever their ignorant comments are. And that's the part that is usually really hard to deal with. I'd love to hear from you guys on social media if you can relate to this in any way or what what your thoughts are. So goal shaming can take several forms. And if you don't identify it, it might keep trampling you and you might not even know what made you feel so terrible in the first place. But then all of a sudden you've gone from confident to a vicious cycle of negative self-talk and self-loathing and you don't you don't even know what hit you. Or you might even be on the side of being the goal shamer and not even realize that you're trampling someone's boundaries. And they might be invisible boundaries because they haven't been verbalized. But if there's true respect on both sides, you shouldn't have to actually verbalize exact boundaries. But if you find this happening to you time and time again, then it probably is time to verbalize it. So I'm asking you to take an honest look at if you're on one side or the other of goal shaming. Does it affect you? Are you goal shaming others? Maybe it plays no role in your life at all. And if it doesn't, there's even a chance for you to be a bit of a superhero to someone else who struggles with it. So if you're not relating to the goal shaming itself, here's another scenario. Imagine this setting. The office is having a cookie bake-off. Everyone is supposed to bring in sweet treats for everyone to try. And you know that your friend at work is struggling hard to stick to her goals. And she just is trying to stick to a healthier way of eating. But she loves cookies. And she's worked so hard to break a sugar addiction. 
And she's done it because she's wanted to. And as up until now, she's succeeded. Now, this cookie bake-off at work, it's been like this dark cloud of doom. And it's been giving her anxiety for two whole weeks. But nobody even knows that. And you and your friend at work, you're both piling up the cookies on your plate. And Joe at work says to your friend, come on, a few more cookies aren't going to hurt. This is your chance to tell Joe to shut his mouth and to stop goal shaming. Put him on the spot and say, Joe, since you're so in touch with Maria's personal goals, would you please tell the rest of us why your goal today is to derail the progress she's made in bettering herself for the last six weeks so that she can feel like a better mom, better wife, and better friend? Joe probably won't have much to say, and he might learn a lesson. If you don't have a friend like that to help you out and you are the person who struggles with goal shaming from others, then dare yourself to speak out the next time it happens. That's how you begin to create boundaries. I had that happen to me. One time at work, somebody like I was doing great training for powerlifting. I was counting my macros. I'm a person who I feel good when I count my macros. I like the rigidity and how defined it is to count macros for my meals. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. We'll talk about it another time. But anyway, coworker was all about trying to basically felt like he was forcing Oreos on me. I like Oreos, nothing wrong with Oreos, but he just would not let up. And I ripped into him probably a little too intensely, but he, I felt that he trampled my boundaries and he was intensely disrespectful to me. He had no clue he was intensely disrespectful, but he was. So I gave him a taste of his own medicine. You know what? It never happened again. And in fact, we never spoke again, (laughs) but I was more than okay with that. So let's talk about you though. Do people in your life make you feel like you're not entitled to improving yourself? Think about that. Maybe they're goal shaming. Do you stop setting goals for yourself during December or any other time because you fear the shame that others might make you feel? That's goal shaming. You can goal shame yourself. Shame is something that only you can control because it's a feeling. So you're in charge of that, but it can be triggered by others and their words or actions. Do you find yourself having to apologize for goals? If you go to a dinner and you find yourself apologizing for wanting to order something vegan or wanting to order something low carb. Are your friends or maybe your family goal shaming you because of that? Does it make you feel bad? Then maybe it's time to verbalize your actual boundaries. Make them aware of the effect that it has on you. Do you avoid telling others about your goals because you fear that goal shaming? If you avoid telling others about your goals, you're actually goal shaming yourself. So take notice of that too, because you're just hurting yourself. And I don't want that for you. And I know that you don't want that for you. So yeah, you can totally go, we can go all goal shame ourselves. And the goal is to not goal shame ourselves because we don't want to be our own worst enemy. It's totally possible that goal shaming yourself is totally holding you back from the progress you absolutely envision yourself having. While we can't control what goal shamers do or say, we can stand up for ourselves and we can stand up for our friends when it's happening and draw those clear boundaries. And that is, uh, like I said before, that's the first step in letting goal shamers not 
have control anymore. If you don't say anything, you're letting them have control. Even if the goal shamer is yourself. If you don't take notice, you're going to keep letting your inner goal shamer win. So I want you to realize and pinpoint two different types of goal shaming. So there's the goal shaming from others and the goal shaming from yourself. If someone else has goal shamed you, mentally prepare yourself for how you'll handle it the next time it happens. I truly believe that laughing it off is not the way to go. And why is that? Because you're giving up all your power when you laugh it off. You're letting the goal shamer win when you laugh it off and just play along. And maybe you feel like that's the polite thing to do. But you know what? You know, what's better? Just being polite while you suffer inside or speaking out and feeling good inside? And it might be hard to speak out, but if you can step out of your comfort zone a little bit, you're going to win in the end. Because if you don't address goal shamers in your life, you're giving them the space to keep doing it. And they most likely probably have no clue how hurtful they might be with their words. And they probably don't realize what a profound effect it it has on you. Um, it might create an ugly spiral that you end up binge eating, hating yourself, feeling sick all day, then you cry at night, and then you wake up feeling terrible the next morning. That's a lot for a person to carry, all because a goal shamer made a comment to you. You shouldn't have to deal with that. So it might be hard to find your power to speak up, but maybe if you think of it in a sense of not letting the goal shamers win, then maybe you can find it within yourself next time to call them out. Verbalize those boundaries. Depending on how sassy you are, it might come out differently. You might be great at throwing shade and really letting them have it. Or you might be the type of person who you just, it's not in your style to throw shade, even if your life depended on it. So you can simply say something like, I think it's important for you to know the reasons why I'm making these choices. And I'm making this choice because X, Y, Z, insert your reasons for making those choices. So you don't let the goal shamers win. Now let's talk about what if you're goal shaming yourself? What does that look like? Well, like I said, negative self-talk can be goal shaming. And if you let it continue, it becomes a subconscious habit. Goal shaming yourself might be piling up your plate with cookies, even though you told yourself you weren't going to. You rationalized it away by telling yourself, I'll never lose weight anyway, or my trainer already knew I'd mess up this week. If those sound familiar, that's goal shaming. And you can stop. Let yourself succeed. Stop the habit of goal shaming yourself and go after your goal. It's your goal. It's yours to own. It's yours to achieve. It's yours to win. Now, you want it for a reason, so don't let the voice in your head win. Now, going into December, it might give some of you anxiety if you know you're going to be surrounded by food that does not align with your goals. But you can get through it without feeling like you've failed if you have a plan. It doesn't mean that you have to deprive yourself. I want all of you to eat, drink, and be merry. I really do. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing in the world. We should all have fun and we shouldn't let food control us 24-7. But also, don't let anyone goal shame you if you prefer to stick to certain goals. So how do you make a plan? I want you to list the events and the people where you feel that you might be goal shamed or coaxed into eating far more than you'd really like to. Then list your reasons why sticking to your goal is more important than letting the goal shamers win. 
And you can even clue a friend in so they can help you put a stop to it. Sometimes it just feels better if you know you've got someone on your team who gets it. And a few of the reasons that you might choose to stick to certain goals, then letting December be a free-for-all might be weight loss. It might be for muscle building or to reduce inflammation. Or maybe you feel your best when you're counting macros like I do. Maybe you have food sensitivities like I do. I know for me, gluten and sugar not only have physical reactions in my body with inflammation and sore joints and things like that, but they also make me irritable and anxious and angry. They have a chemical reaction in my body that make me behave like a person I don't like to be. So it's simply not worth it. It's simply not worth eating things you don't want to eat to appease a goal shamer. So practice those conversations when you might anticipate them happening with any goal shamers. Society has normalized shame in achieving a goal. It's crazy to think about, but it's really true. And it's really all around you if you start to take notice. If you're creating positive, worthwhile results, don't allow yourself to feel shame based on how others misinterpret your actions or your goals. Sometimes goal shaming occurs upon setting a goal. It can certainly happen at any point on your way to a goal. And it definitely happens when you achieve a goal. Those people who aren't happy for you when you achieve something that you've worked hard on, those are goal shamers. Maybe it's time to even cut some of the goal shamers out of your life if you can. Some goal shamers have a malicious intent and don't want to see you achieve that. Decide ahead of time not to allow them to take your joy. In order to help you out in other ways, if this has really resonated with you, I have appointments on my calendar if you want to set up a one-on-one talk to make sure you go into food season, aka holiday season, with the right words for goal shamers. Or if you need some help coming up with the words to make sure you set your boundaries so they're not trampled by goal shamers, you can book an appointment with me to do a deep dive into that or any of your nutrition or workout goals. It's under the coaching section of my website on fitfizstudio.com. And I just want to really emphasize that now is really the time to make plans before 2019 happens so that you can feel strong and in control of your life and your body and your goals by the time 2019 actually happens because it's going to be here so fast. So again, if this resonated with you, it would mean a lot to me if you would subscribe and write me a review on iTunes. If you've already done that, then please tell me your thoughts about anything on this episode. I've already made a post pertaining to this on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram where you can add to this conversation. If you realize something new, I'd love to hear about it. If you're a goal shamer who's decided to ease up and respect boundaries, I'd love to hear about that too. Talk to me. Uh, One more thing, there's free shipping in the FitFizz shop right now, and there are gifts for grandmas, grandpas, and anything to treat yourself with. So until next time, stay strong and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.